Hello and welcome to Witch Wine. I'm Shelby. And I'm Desiree. And today we're drinking mimosas again. Yeah. I've just I, been feeling the mimosas. Normally I'm the one who wants mimosas and then the other day Shelby was like, can we get more Prosecco? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> I always want Prosecco. Although the last three corks have tried, the first one tried killing me and then the second one sneak attacked from behind. Sneak attacked me. Shelby. And then this one just like. <laughs> we almost, made Ryan open it. Yeah, we almost <laughs> murdered Ryan. I wonder if it's just Costco. They've got the dangerous Prosecco. I'm wondering if maybe they got in like a shipment of Prosecco. Because I mean, I buy like a bottle of Prosecco a week. So I'm wondering if maybe they got in like a shipment that like sat out in the sun or something for too long. I don't know. But anyways, today we are going to talk about haunted places in Tucson. Because that's where we live. Gross. To Tucson. Yeah. But like not haunted places. There's like a lot of haunted places, surprisingly. Yeah, actually, there's a <laughs> lot more than I thought there was. Yeah. I mean, Arizona is one of the most haunted states, so I'm not too surprised. Because, I mean, if you think of like the Wild West. I guess was... I just never really think about like how big Tucson is. Like, I always yeah. assume it's like a really small town and it's not. Yeah, no, we're not that small. <laughs> okay, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay, so I have two stories because one, I've actually gone on a ghost tour, two, and then the other one is um, Anna's, I think it's what Anna wanted to hear about, so. Good old Anna. <clears throat> okay, so the first one I'm going to talk about, I did a ghost tour there, and I went with another friend, she took me for like a birthday, um, and it is at Colossal Caves, and... I mean, I don't know how old this cave is. I didn't look that up, but it's super cool. Like, it, this was like my second or ter- second or third time going um, just to the caves, but my first time ever doing like a ghost tour. So, they have a lot of history there. Um, there's tales of Native Americans hiding in there, of bandits hiding in there with like seventy two thousand dollars that they stole. Um, but there are four ghosts that are mainly talked about. There's a shadowy man who is supposedly looking for his money from the bandits, a Native American woman who fell into the depths of the caves running from a bear, a woman wearing white who stands at the entrance, and then there's Frank, who was the former cave owner, who sometimes shows up to the ghost stores and hangs out in the gift shop. And Frank, I love him already. Yeah. I love him already. I want to say the ghost tour, because we did this ghost tour like, I don't know, like four or five years ago. It's been a while. Um, and I want to say we were one of the first ghost tours that they did. And that was when Frank showed himself. And one of the girls that worked there just like bawling in tears because she worked with him. What? Yeah, it was so crazy. Like she was freaking out like burst into tears like couldn't breathe was telling us all about him and like just like this experience like she had like goosebumps and it was just it was very emotional for her um so at colossal caves there's a gift shop but then if you walk like down these stairs it's like their storage area and we were down there like towards the beginning of the tour almost And we were all walking towards, like, the back of the gift shop, just kind of, like, messing around with the equipment that they brought, you know, just whatever. 
all of a sudden, and all of us were in this gift shop. Like, we were all by each other. The door slammed shut. And we were like, is it windy? Like, what was that from? We go, and there's nobody out there. There's no wind, nothing. The door just slammed shut when we went inside. And then there's, like, this apartment area where... I want to say Frank used to live, which they now use, I think is like an office type area. And we had like, I don't think it was like a REM pod exactly, but it was something that like would light up if there was something near you. And my friend and I were holding this and it kept lighting up, but it would only light up for the two of us when we were in that apartment. It was so weird. And then we went into the cave and, um, We took a spirit box in there with us. And spirit boxes, like, you hear them on all the paranormal shows and whatever, and you're like, oh, these seem so cool, blah, blah, blah. Actually using one is, it's not scary, but it just, like, it gives you the chills. Like, I I don't know what it is. But, so we had one of those. And, like, we kept thinking that we were hearing words come out of it, but, like, you can't be that sure. And I mean, when you're in a cave, there is no like interference of anything. So like, there's no way that somebody on a radio could be coming through the spirit box. So if we did hear something, it was definitely from the cave. Um, but yeah, so crazy experience. I would love to go back and do it again. Yeah. I want to go with you. (laughs) Just invite myself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you and I already have plans for like every ghost tour ever. Perfect. But we were supposed to get video footage from that night. And the dude who was, like, in charge of the ghost tour just, like, quit and never sent anybody anything. (laughs) So we have no, like, I don't remember exactly everything that happened that night. Because, like I said, it was years ago. But, yeah, I was like, okay, cool. Like, now we can't remember anything. Like, okay, so Hotel Congress, which... If you live in Tucson, Hotel Congress is, like, this huge deal. Everybody goes there to go out on the weekends. Um, I don't even think of it as a hotel, honestly, even though it is a hotel. Um, Yeah, you never really hear about anyone, like... Staying there. Yeah, Yeah. going there for, like, either, like, live music or drinking. Yeah. So, it was built in 1912 to serve cattle and railroad industries. A fire in 1934 brought in a firefighter who recognized the John Dillinger gang, and that led to their arrest that day. So that's just, like, an interesting fact, because apparently Hotel Congress has had, like, a few fires. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Um, So two of the rooms at the hotel are linked to suicide. Room 214 is associated with a man who shot himself though there's no date of when that happened. And then room 242, where a woman was having a standoff with a SWAT team and shot herself in the 90s. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, People say in that room they hear odd noises and they see her in the bathroom, which, like, when I read that... I almost gagged on my (laughs) drink. When I read that, I was like, all I could think of was Bloody Mary. Oh, my God. Um... And then there's another long-term resident whose name was Victor Suzda. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. 
and he lived there from the 1950s until his death in 2001, and he paid $7 a night. Could you imagine? Dude, yes, please. (laughs) What? But he just lived there. But he used to like to fix things, so he would always ask to borrow, like, butter knives to, like, fix things. And employees will say that they still find butter knives all over the hotel, even after his passing. Oh, my God. Um, and then I want to say it was the Tucson Weekly. I could be wrong. It's going to be linked. Um, but they did an interview with an employee, and they said that in 2003, that's when this interview happened, because, like, we live in Tucson, so nobody talks about anything. Yeah. <laughs> once you do an interview on something once, you don't do it again. So in 2003, they said that sometimes you'll see someone in the corner of your eye and turn, and suddenly they aren't there. They just disappear. Um, but they don't appear invisible or anything. They're still wearing, like, whatever clothes they died in or whatever. Um, and... They're, like, reoccurring ghosts. Like, lots of people will see them. And they all say that they're in, like, the same outfits as the last time that they saw them. Interesting. Yeah. Um, So, there are a handful of regular ghosts, including Victor. But there's a man in a top hat who will pop his head into the office if it's open. Just, like, saying hi, pop his head in. I love when ghosts wear top hats. (laughs) I love it. He's fancy. He's a fancy boy ghost. (laughs) Um, There's a woman seen in a maid's uniform who will always be cleaning. Like, it's like as if she, like, died cleaning and then just... Oh, God, imagine working in your afterlife. (laughs) Right? Um, And there's a ghost who's always seen in the kitchen. So, I mean, other than the two suicides and then having a gang like a very popular gang in the hotel and the fires. It seems like all of the ghosts that reside there are like just vibing, just vibing like other than the girl who killed herself, but <laughs> bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But people will say that they hear like weird noises in that room. And like I said, like they'll see her in the bathroom and it's like, can you imagine you get up in the middle of the night to pee, and there's just like this girl standing in the corner. I would lose. I would my pass shit. away. We'd become <laughs> friends because I would die then and there. Oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the hotel's pretty cool. I think they just revamped like their logos and stuff. I think so too. So I've only been there once. I think like once or twice. <sighs> like when one that was like the bar to go to. Yeah, it, I mean, even when, like, I was, I went through my, like, fourth Ave phase or whatever, we barely went there because it was always so packed. There was always yeah. a line to get in. That was, like, always the place to be yeah, on the weekend. that's, I've been to concerts there, too, because the, like, inside area, um, I don't know if it's just considered a concert area or if it used to be, like, a ballroom or something, but I've been to a few concerts there. I just know <laughs> the bathrooms there are the worst. Like, really? The most crammed hallway to get to the bathrooms. Like, only one person can walk down that hallway. Ugh, I think the one time I went there was when they were doing the mermaid parade. Mm. And I met a friend, like, early on. Like, I think it was, like, five or six. So, yeah. like, it wasn't super busy. 
And it was, like, really nice inside, and they had, like, fancy-ass fucking drinks. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, the only time I ever went. Yeah, I think I've only been to the inside bar area and then where the concert was. I don't know if there's any more to that, because, like I said, I haven't, like, walked around it. We'll have to, like, check it out for, like, a later episode. Yeah. We'll do have to do... Goal. Yeah, we'll have to see what kind of ghost equipment we can find because Ryan's super into um, the TV show Destination Fear which is like the babies of ghost adventures so he's like really into ghost hunting I know there's like apps for the phone but I don't know how reliable those are yeah we'll have to figure something out and then we'll do like a ghost tour episode right on Okay, well, I did the slaughterhouse. I knew you were going to. I'm <laughs> very fucking predictable. Mm-hmm. We've been known. Uh, Ghost Malone. I really, oh my God, almost Ma'am. dumped my Starbucks out. But I did it because I actually loved that episode of Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Um, but the slaughterhouse was built in 1962 as a meat packaging plant and spent 40 years um, operating before closing down for good in 2004. Uh, Legend has it that many humans and animals have died there, and employees have said uh, that the presence of those still remain. It's rumored that kids were thrown into the meat grinder by their (laughs) uncle, according to Teresa um, Hewitt. Understandable. (laughs) Um, She's an employee that works there. Uh, there was one time where she went back to the breakers and walked back into the office and had blood dripping from her arm. Yeah. What? Yeah. And creepy. like, couldn't remember cutting herself or Mm-mm. anything. How weird. I know. So gross. Um, Bob Sutton purchased the property in 2009 with the intentions of turning it into a haunted attraction. Turns out it was actually haunted. So <laughs> worked out well in his favor. Um, uh, Bob's actors, volunteers, staff, and staff have reported being pushed, attacked, bruised, and even cut by unseen forces. The boiler room is one of the most haunted areas in the slaughterhouse. It's one of the areas that most performers actually refuse to work in. This area is the center of most paranormal activity that takes place there. Um, Employees have been reported to be violently scratched in this room. They've heard growls, footsteps, and even had rocks thrown at them. Um, A lot of the attacks from the boiler room is centered around female uh, performers. Uh, They have documented dark bruises that have appeared in shapes of triangles. Interesting. Yeah, creepy, right? And another was pictured with a black shadow forming behind her. The slaughterhouse has had countless employees and customers who have refused to return because of everything that's happened to them. There was one death there, but it wasn't like there, there. A woman got into a car accident driving there. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't look too much into it because it wasn't like reported to have anything to do with the slaughterhouse. But like in the interviews with the employees kind of had like a feeling that it was like Didn't a force. Didn't she work there though? She did work there. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought, and this is coming from the Ghost Adventures episode, so I don't know where they got their information. I actually got a lot of the information from Ghost Adventures because they did, they were one of the main sources that like listed all the paranormal activity like yeah. stuff rather than just like, oh, 
is this really haunted? Yeah. Because I think what had happened was that girl went to a certain area of the slaughterhouse and they're pretty sure that she had an attachment and then she drove home or she might have been driving to work the next day and they think that that's what killed her. Yeah, it was the boiler room. Yeah. So I'm curious though because there haven't been any actual deaths there. So it's like, what makes it haunted? Is it just the ground that it's on? Because Arizona was like Native American land. That I'm sure that has a lot to do with it, um, but probably just the dark history of it. Yeah, but I mean, still... if people, I mean, if those kids like were actually thrown in the meat grinder, like pfft. that's fair. I guess my mind just always goes to it was what were they slaughtering pigs? I think cows. Cows. So I'm like. What, we're just haunted by cows or something. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be the greatest oh my God. thing ever. Imagine having like a haunted farm. That sounds fun. It'd be crazy. Um, but I suggest watching the episode of Ghost. It's one of my favorite episodes of Ghost Adventures. One, because Post Malone is on it. Mm-hmm. So good. But a lot of, I think it's one of the few episodes where they interview people that work there that like, documented a lot of what happened yeah. like every single person that they interviewed actually had pictures of their like scratches or bruises yeah and that girl actually shows the picture of like the figure forming behind her like the before and like while it was forming yeah that's crazy but and they had a lot of good information and i think even though like ghost adventures is pretty like over the top i feel like they still got pretty concrete evidence there I think even without concrete evidence, just the fact that the employees had such good stories is a good reason to watch that episode. Yeah. But if you guys have any suggestions of spooky places to visit, to do research on and make an episode about, let us know. Because, I mean, there's a billion places that are haunted, so I would love to do some that people aren't talking about. Yeah, I'd love to do more ghost hunting stuff, uh, like Jerome. Yeah. The domes. Want to go there? I do want to go to the domes. I heard they were supposed to demolish them soon. What? No. I'm pretty sure I read that like a year ago, maybe. Fudge. So maybe they canceled it because of COVID, but we'll see. (laughs) Can't take down this haunted area. COVID's (laughs) in the air. Yeah. But... I definitely want to go to Jerome. That would be fun. So, yeah, any suggestions, send them our way. Follow us on Instagram, witchwine underscore. Tell us your ghost stories. Also, follow Shelby on TikTok. What is it? I don't know. You know, follow me on TikTok. It's Sapphic Maximoff. It is. Don't yeah. ask me how to spell that. Um, it's just how it sounds. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could spell it, but I don't know if you add any extra fucking letters. I didn't. then I wouldn't be able to spell it but she's posted a TikTok about the podcast I will be posting more and I typically on my TikTok I just duet whatever she does (laughs) for our podcast because that's not my scene but anyways we'll see you guys next episode thanks for listening cheers cheers have a good day